This is Ashley from goldengoddesses.org, and welcome to tonight's episode of Threshold to Ascension Radio. I can't tell you how good it is to be back live with you on air, the Threshold to Ascension Radio tribe, after months of Joseph and I being on the road, which meant pre-recorded episodes due to time zones. And perfect timing it is indeed with the spring equinox, at least in the Northern Hemisphere, less than a week away. Although here in Southern Oregon, we're expecting weather in the 60s Fahrenheit this weekend, I do want to send out huge heart hugs to our listeners in Colorado, Wyoming, South Dakota, Nebraska, and Kansas, and elsewhere, who got pummeled the last two days with high winds and what's being called a bomb cyclone of snow. A dear friend and supporter of this show, Allie H. in Colorado, texted me last night that she was experiencing 70 plus mile per hour winds. Her doors of her house were being blown open. So she had to find a way to MacGyver them shut. And she was at 14 inches of snow and counting and housebound for at least two days until they can get all the snow plowed. So wherever you are, may you all be warm, safe and surrounded by love and may warmer weather be on your way. The spring equinox signaling new birth is a perfect time for those of us consciously on our ascension journey or our ascension remembering, a time to breathe in deep the divine light of source, to help germinate the seeds we've been planting over our winter reflection. That's why I'm really excited about my guest tonight, the beautiful goddess Jade Vader, because I know firsthand how extremely gifted she is in supporting healers, lightworkers, empaths, and awakening souls to recognize your own spiritual superpowers, as she says, and the divine that you are. So rather than doing the opening meditation as we normally do, a little later in the show, Jade will gift us with a taste of one of her powerful processes. Let me tell you a little bit about Jade. She's a multidimensional coach and healer and an awakened empath. She created her very own modality, clear channel healing technique, and is a passionate advanced master practitioner of the ancient Hawaiian practice, Hunalao Kahea. Over the past two decades, Jade herself has encountered multiple awakened experiences that led to her learning how to master her own natural empathic challenges. So she speaks and coaches from her own experience. She is also engaged in more than 20 trainings and certifications to support her in integrating her multidimensional knowledge here on the earth plane. And it is her honor to support others as an empath whisperer, multidimensional coach, master energy alchemist, and retreat leader. Jade is passionate about being an empath, being an awakener of consciousness, and being the energy of aloha. So aloha, Jade, it is such a delight to have you on the show. 
Aloha, Ashley, and aloha, all the listeners. Isn't it interesting that with spring coming up, how for many of us, it brings us into that period of really kind of opening up, getting out of the cocoon and getting ready to spread our wings. Are you experiencing that energy yourself with your the people that you coach? I am. I am. Um, it is interesting that I'm seeing so many run forward and personally I'm being guided to lead some into a more still point mm. of awakening with the spring. So I have like maybe a dozen people in my world out there running challenges, which feel so masculine to me. And spirit has asked me to um, champion a be present five day experience, which I'm going to start on the equinox. So it's that, that harmoniousness of it. So we get to grow and glow yet from our beingness. Absolutely. And I think for many, that's a shift in a paradigm. Mm -hmm. You know, that springing out from the cocoon doesn't necessarily have to be rapid movement. And I know that you had shared that part of the communication you were receiving from Source and from your light team was to really, as you say, help people step into holding and living in as expressions of light. Can you talk about that a little bit more? Because I know that's important. Oh, absolutely. Uh, with the with the paradigms that are falling away and with the old earth energy of do so that you can have, so you can be really shedding itself um, in front of our eyes, the ability to be present with oneself even when the critic mind is running <laughs> mm -hmm. and even when maybe some survival triggers have happened or uh, someone today shared with me a phrase I had never heard which was a traumaversary mm. an anniversary is of a trauma and we all go through this collectively especially here in the U.S. on 9-11. Right. And so all of these things that come up for us, I am a huge advocate of making a new meaning for things. So we'll talk, take the numbers 911. I'm a numerologist also. And to me, that was, you know, it. I used to hear the earth scream, help, help, help. Mm -hmm. That was what I heard when I saw it. And I was seeing it twice a day, every day. And last, last fall, I said, new meaning for this now. And it came in to complete our light work. So we went through 11 year last year, the year of mastery. Right. And we're in another master energy number of the triad in the three this year with expression and creativity. So I'm seeing so much more of a willingness to embody and that is where we can walk and participate in the earth from a place of grace and awareness mm. with more ease. And when on your journey did you come to the truly understanding of the difference between being and holding that light frequency 
versus the doing or the seeking or the um, improving? Well, that's that's a great question, Ashley. I would still tell you I seek to improve every day. Mm-hmm. It's a different kind of improving, though. It comes to me right. instead of me going to seek it. Um, 2002, one of my teachers at the time, he looked at me one day and he said, you've got it. And I go, you mean I made it a minute early? <laughs> and he said, no, honey, you're being. Now, the good news is the energy always is so much faster now than it was 17 years ago. It took me a long time to like be that light frequency as opposed to fall back into the doer. And it's still it's still an unfolding. I'm there well more than half the time. One of the things I could tell the listeners is if you're feeling like you're pushing yourself, <laughs> mm. that's a doing pattern that's still running. And go ahead. No, I finish your thought. Please. And with when you decide that taking action from being is easy, it is. And even the word from do to action, <laughs> it, it shifts everything in your field. So being the light frequency and acting from that light frequency of being is totally different. Mm. And it takes a presence, right? It takes a slowing down and that presence. And when you and I were talking earlier this week, we kind of had this beautiful aha moment with the languaging of why do some people begin to move forward with that and then kind of default back into old patterns. And a, a certain phrase came to your mind that we wanted to make sure we spoke about tonight. And you wrote it down? The human overlay. <laughs> the human uh, I'm, overlay. A, I'm a conscious channel, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> the, the physical being with the um, linear mind has the information in other places. So, mm-hmm. um, the human overlay, yes. The human overlay, when we when we become more and more fifth dimensional as our operating system, where we're coming from that unity, that love, that oneness, that understanding of, of ecology and of the power that we are as a co-creator. And then we are in that level of awareness and that consciousness and that human overlay of structure of how we do things or how things will unfold comes with us. And it's very, well, for some people, super disturbing because um, it's so much chaos because they're mm-hmm. like, the rules are gone, but I brought the rules. <laughs> so now what do I do? And it's like, well, you be. Well, then what do I do? Well, you be. And it's, we bring it up into the next, into the next awareness level with us. And the awareness that you can create a new set of understandings or in, is what I would call them. Um, 
it makes it much easier than bringing the old structure of rules into the new consciousness that you're choosing to participate in the world from. And can you reflect and share with the listeners perhaps one or two experiences in your journey where you were faced with challenges or initiations and what the greatest teaching was for you and that I know you've had many very powerful experiences, but that also helps I think people in that being more in, in hearing and being able to relate to others' experiences who are now you know stepping in as you are, as you have been for quite a while into your empowered gift and sharing that with the planet. But can you think back to one or two instances that really kind of left an impression and you're so grateful for now, but perhaps at the time, Mm -hmm. (laughs) gratitude wasn't the first thought? (laughs) Yeah, or even the first response. Um, I innately understand things. And there was a time where we were heading to Whitewater Raft in Colorado. It was June. It actually was summer solstice, 2001. And we were driving down the road and all my clear gifts are awake. My clear audience is very strong. And I hear that we will be in a wreck by a certain city on the way back from this adventure. And it comes in, I mean, booming voice, like the voice that if you were paying attention, you'd sure listen to. Right. And then it flashes in front of my eyes, like um, a construction sign on the highway mm-hmm. in bright blue and then in bright pink. And the human being down here throws her hand literally in the air, thinks inside my head, telepathically tells source, I'm busy down here telling a story. I was telling a story to my brother's new girlfriend. Now listen to the irony of I'm telling a story and I tell spirit, I'm too busy to listen to not one, not two, but three warnings. So fast forward, we beautiful white wafting day, we have a fantastic time, ride the rapids, everyone's safe. We're, we're, we're riding some big water, class four, class five rapids. We get in the car, my brother drives down the road and all of a sudden I wake, I'm awoken. I am woke up, I am literally pulled by the shoulder to sit up. I look at my brother in the rear view mirror, he says, shit, and we're hit from behind. He never even got the whole word out before I got popped and thrown forward. Uh, The good news is we all came out of that. In fact, to the point where a nurse that walked by was wondering who was in the vehicle because we were all in good shape overall. Uh, My brother was hinted at to get off that road and to take a different one. My former husband was prompted to take the back way home, yet said nothing. And I was prompted three times. So as a highly intuitive person who was busy running too fast, too busy telling stories to listen, I came out of that with a compression fracture, 
uh, in my back and um, a couple other minor things, my brother's shoulder and my husband at the time, a bad concussion. Uh, and the gal in the front seat who I was telling the story to, nothing. <laughs> she was the only one who had had no um, prompting. All three, <laughs> of us, all three of us chose to be too busy to listen. To be too caught up in our story. Too caught up in our story. That's very powerful. And I think that that's really that reminder. And, you know, it used to be in the consciousness journey that you're told something three times and then you pay attention. And I think for most of us, that's now at least two or maybe one. You know, we Mm -hmm. don't need the the third validation anymore, at least for many of us, because it's proven to be so accurate so often. Well, and that was my big slow down Mm. message. So already on my desk when I finally got back into my office at the time. Oh, it was a let go of control lesson. It mm-hmm. had so many beautiful lessons for me. It was, it, I probably could write a hundred pages on the lessons that came out of that. Yet at the time I was furious mm-hmm. with myself. Right. For, right. for overriding the magic that was in my life and the connection level that I had. And when I got back at my desk and I sat down and in huge letters written in marker by me on a piece of paper that I taped on top of my desk so that I could see it no matter what it said, slow down. Mm. Life is a journey. Absolutely. And it's so interesting how the, matrix down here is set up for us to be so disconnected from that you know to be on that hamster wheel and to keep spinning which disconnects us from those messages and from the intuition that comes in when we're empathic you call yourself also not only an empath whisperer but an awakened empath (laughs) and I know a lot of your journey because of what you've gone through in really embracing and embodying that empathic ability, you you share that a lot with your um, coaching clients and mm-hmm. your healing clients. And I know you talked about how walking an empowered path is, is a privilege, but what would you like to share with individuals who may be listening, who are just becoming aware that they're empathic, and those that have been empathic for a while, but still don't yet know how to balance it? Absolutely, Ashley. Thanks for the question. I didn't know what the word was, so that mm-hmm. I was unaware of it until 2008 when I was working with a shaman and she goes, you are an empath and you better figure it out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love her and she's very straightforward. And um, I didn't know what that meant. And there really, in 2008, was some stuff written about it, nothing like there is now. And I do call it M-Powered Path. So capital mm-hmm. E-M and then powered, and then P-A-T-H, because we are awake in our bodies. So we're awake clairsentience and claircognizance. So our knowing and feeling is awake. And some of you have maybe shut down one or the other. I know a lot of people who shut down half the gift to make it um, gentler. And -hmm. we can also call um, the other clair gifts part of the ability to empath the energy, right? To to bring it in and, and look through it or experience through it. Or if you're new into this, or if it's still a struggle for you, my personal experience, and this is where I come from, I should probably start with I'm an experiencist. Um, other people learn science, I learn by experience. 
And uh, with that, maturing our emotions. And I have an Aries moon. Mm. Wait for it, everybody who understands astrology. <laughs> I've got five to seven planets, depending upon the chart, in Pisces. <laughs> and then I have an Aries moon, which is my emotions. I have all this wisdom and all this juvenile energetics of my emotions. And I, call, I, I own it, finally. Um, and as you mature it, what I experience happens is you can be at a response level and then eventually you can be at the observer level. And the biggest thing I had to learn in the beginning of really managing it was to ask if the energy was mine that I was experiencing. And this can be pain, this can be emotions, this can be thoughts, people. You're, you could, uh, we are very telepathic naturally. And as we awaken into that telepathic energies or connect with someone with it, that we're super connected with, those thoughts, I was working with someone yesterday, she's like, I can't tell if they're my thoughts, Jade. Mm -hmm. This happens, then this happens. And I go, well, honey, could it be that like she was thinking about going to Australia and a friend, you know, sent her um, cheap tickets to Australia in the same, you know, within 60 seconds. She goes, was I grabbing his thought? And I go, could he be supporting your request? Mm. So it's, it's a view thing. So when you take and you stop making it be painful and bringing you into suffering, it brings you into magic. So personally, I've seen there's five different stages with our empathic gift. Now know that you can be in multiple stages with the gift at the same time. It just depends upon what area that you're talking about. So there's misery, which is when we're at the effect of it and it's hurting us. There's management. And that's when you're learning to, to find the cause so that you can really step into being a master of it. When we're mastering the gift, and for me, mastery in an empathic gift is you've got it 80% of the time, and that other 20% when you're affecting, affected by it, you know it, and then you get to shift. And then there's magic, and after magic, there is miracles. Because naturally empathic awaken people with the power centers of the lower body awake on the earth can hold a container that people who have chosen to stay out of that They just, it's different. It's different. The container has more juice is what I'll call it. When you talk about those with huge energy fields, how oh. you support <laughs> them in dealing with those huge energies. Well, yeah, I have been brought in the last year or so people with energy fields that science hasn't yet <laughs> categorized. Right. And because some of them have been awake at that level their entire life. So I have, a, I have a friend who I call W and he talks to the 44th dimension and he speaks to them like I'm speaking to you. And the 44th dimension said, could you just understand you guys all took a ton of anesthesia? <laughs> and he goes, well, you didn't take a dose. You took like triple dose and sometimes like quadruple and more doses of anesthesia and which I call the great forgetting juice, mm -hmm. um, you know, so that you could be there and then move out of there, move, you know, move the whole collective. And these people with gigantic fields 
that have never shrunk the field. They've went into the experience and a lot of them have a really tough time being in their body, Ashley. And Mm -hmm. because from my view, and this is just the view that I've been given and the experience that I've had, is at this point we're going through an embodied ascension. Instead of getting to pop out and come back um, in our higher vibe, <laughs> we go through. Absolutely, <laughs> go through lots of those caterpillars. Lots. Bring of those it in. Bring it in. <laughs> bring it in. You know, broaden out. Bring it in. Broaden mm. out. And the embodiment piece is what we're all really being championed to allow. And so when these huge energies work on embodiment, it's like trying to take the ocean and shove it into a thimble. Mm -hmm. And what Source has shown me and what I've seen work for them is they just ask the thimble amount of their big self to embody and still be connected to that biggest self, yet not try to shove it all into the thimble. Mm -hmm. Because it's really painful for them. Right. Yet um, they have insight and experience that they can often articulate that really, really supports the rest of the world broadening our awareness level, which then, of course, allows us to understand more and from there realize more and from there actualize more and from there embody more. So as we go through this together and these gigantic energies that, that, I mean, we're talking omniverse and beyond Mm -hmm. that they're, uh, co-communicating with. And they also, some of them, like one awoke spontaneously, took the grid of energy out in a five block area around his house for five, for five minutes. Mm. And he's he was 33. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Many of them choose to go faster than that right now. In fact, they like I adore working with millennials. I love working with mm-hmm. all of us. Millennials, though, they do something and then they take it and they run and they repeat it and they keep going when they're at an awakened place and willing to work in, in the field. And this one. He's the beginning of the millennials. And and when he, we started working together, he's like, I just need earth school from here, don't I? I'm like, yeah, babe, you need, like, you, you can't do the old way. You're going to do the way that is now. And in the, he is a cosmic network. And in fact, he's an omniverse and beyond networking. Mm. And in the physical world, he works in network engineering. <laughs> And I said, how long does it take you to do the work they want you to do on the computer? He goes, it's done before I can even open it. I said, yeah. Mm. Is he, is he kind of, um, I just lost the word. It's looking like he's actually embodying the multidimensional grids. He has embodied the multidimensional grids. He went from thinking we were all nuts and crazy. Right. To absolutely and positively being one of us at a, a level. He knows he's a bridge. He has embodied a lot um like a circuit in the multi-dimensional grid yeah uh, yeah um, okay yeah yeah okay. it was literally a circuit when it when 
when the awakening happened. <laughs> One that short circuited yeah, a little well, bit. Well, <laughs> it literally went, it was like a bolt of lightning came right. into his throat chakra. And I'm like, welcome. 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 Thanks for being here. Thank so, you. I'm you grateful. Know, we, <laughs> we talk about this ascension being different than those we've perhaps experienced in other incarnations or others have experienced in other timelines. Of, of being in the body, anchoring that. And you and I, one of the things that your team brought through when we were speaking earlier this week was talking about part of the collective consciousness going through pain body activations Ugh. in this now moment. Is that related to preparing the body for anchoring in more light? Is it more yes. releasing old wounding? How would you explain yes. that for the <laughs> listeners who may be going through that? Yes, all the above. <laughs> yeah, you, you just described it. Um, <laughs> So to have room for more light, and I mean, the amount of photon light coming onto the planet, mm-hmm. I mean, today I'm like, okay, they're saying there's no solar flares, they're saying there's no flares, they're saying there's no increase in this. What is this then? What like, is it? That yeah. was my question as, as it was running through me and I had to lay down because I was dematerializing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the pain body activations, Many of us are in them. Um, I lived in one for almost five years before I got a word for it. And then because I had a name for it, I could debunk it. Um, And I got it from Eckhart Tolle, the word. He says you can go into it and dissolve it. If you can, fantastic. Mine was emotionally based Mm -hmm. and grabbed into a lot of my old stuff um, from multiple alternates, etc., and it was multidimensional, and I'm always about getting things multidimensionally. So the, the pain body activation is when we have something that triggers us into really a, a trauma body activation and pain, uh, physical, emotional, mental pain. And a lot of us have had these happen, and what happens is over time, like they can be acute in a moment, and then it can seem quiet, and then all of a sudden it amplifies. And what it connects you into is a lower um, frequency of experience. And from there, you keep creating more pain. Pain bodies feed on pain. Mm. And so they need more pain to keep feeding on themselves. Um, Think Gremlins, the movie, Mm. and, you know, where you get it wet and then it multiplies. Mm. That's how the pain body works. Um, you, you have a pain body, one gremlin, and then more pain comes in and it gets wet and it multiplies. And then, oh, now there's lots of them want pain. So the more water comes in and then it multiplies. You see your language going to heck when you know better than to talk in, um, words that take you away from what you want, talking in what you no longer want to experience, but you talk about it anyway, uh, where you get negative and where you fire yourself up and get resentful and these kind of things. I went through it from 09, uh, came out in 2016. I was there seven years. Mm -hmm. It it was, it was, you know, some people would have never known it was happening yet. I, there was times where I couldn't work with any clients. I took myself uh, out of the game for a couple of years because I felt I wasn't in the place of holding the space that was congruent. So, when we also come up against them because we want more light inside and to hold more light in our field, including our physical body, it, we have to clear out what is interfering. And one of the best pictures I have comes from a, I, 
I don't know her name. It was a sweet millennial that I was talking to one. And then she popped into the into the Zoom <laughs> and started talking to me and telling me about the shamanic grid and how we had to clean it up. And I so I I just listened to her dissertation for 20 minutes, which was very helpful. And it was about how the shamanic grid within the earth can get um, clogged up. And we have shamanic grid connections, all of us. If nothing else, our earth star. Okay, <laughs> so mm -hmm. we have a start in the, and if it's clogged up and and the energy isn't going through it. So some of you may be experiencing pain in your hips, pain in your knees, pain in your shoulders. Oh, my goodness. I spent nine months where I couldn't lift my arms up. Mm -hmm. And it was a heart, a bigger heart center opening. And I had to get all of the stored energy. And as empaths, we store so much energy. I had no idea how much pain I was in until I was out of the pain. Right. And inflammation, for lack of a better term, resists light. So when we have a lot of inflammation, it can make you feel really heavy when, you, when, you, when light's trying to get in. Kind of like you can't move your legs, like they're made out of concrete. And you're like, what's going on? And there is a way to just quickly and easily imagine particleizing so the light can come through you. So if anybody's experiencing times where your things are getting stuck, uh, the back of the occipital, where our, where I call, people will call it the causal chakra because that's what the plane they say it on. I call it the channel chakra. It's mm -hmm. where the information of our clear channel comes in, right? Like, that's where the spiritual info comes. Um, that's the cleanest for me. So um, I even have to at times imagine that my um, bones in my head, which we know when we were little, had space between them, have space mm -hmm. between them, <laughs> mm -hmm. so that the light can come through. Um, I was talking to my dad about this. He's 80. And we're standing at a farmer's market. And I was telling him about someone I had just worked with. And I said, yeah, she was getting these headaches. And they wouldn't go away with anything. So we just talked about, you know, making room in her entire field so that the light could go through into the earth where it was asking for her to take it into. Because we're like, like lightning rods, right? Mm -hmm. Like here in this magnetic universe and the light comes in and needs to go through to get into the earth. And my dad's standing there and he goes, oh, that's really great, honey. Now my headache's gone. <laughs> Well done. <laughs> I know. I did it. I did, you know, and I had no idea. I was telling a story. <laughs> and the whole journey of being as well brings you back more present to really pay attention to when your body's asking to be nurtured and asking to slow down. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yes. My ankles would tell you, thank you, thank you so much for <laughs> me being in my body. Because as someone with so much Pisces energy... Mm. I've broken all the toes on my feet more than one time. My right ankle in the past has overturned hundreds and hundreds of times. I couldn't even count. Um, and now I, I walk so solid because I've chosen to be in my body. I've embodied. Mm. And so just to reiterate again, because I'm just getting the message for those that might be going through pain body activations. What is your... Um, you know, kind of general suggestion of the mm -hmm. greatest gift they can give themselves. Yeah, like what kind of protocol? Mm, um, just well, I meant well, getting getting the 
the root causes of negative emotions and stored negative emotions out of your field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, being willing to look at where you've broken promises to yourself over and over. Mm-hmm. So those things that are perpetual in your life that are really the inner game. Um, because those feed the pain body so innately. It, it just, they're like best friends. And so looking at the stored energies that you're holding, looking at, you know, where you've missed keeping your word to yourself and it's been going on for a long time and to, to move. The pain body doesn't really like you to move because it's hard for it to, to stay a hold of you. <laughs> so that could be dance. That can be yoga. That can be walking. A way of moving and being present, present in your body as you move, yeah. you know, not wearing the iPod earbuds and, and being up in your head or being in the podcast or the song, but really being present with your body. Feeling your feet as you yeah. walk. Absolutely. Yeah. And so with the gifts that you have, of course, you um, are attracting, um, you know, your frequency brings in individuals at different levels of their path and their journey. But one of your greatest gifts, and I can speak personally from the the beautiful gift and session that we had over the late summer, is actually helping healers or helping others who've been on their path for a while, but feel that there is something that they can expand and receive or be remembering when they talk to you. So we've talked a lot about those kind of in the middle or beginning of their journey. Mm -hmm. But I also want to bring in the gifts that you have that you share with people that have been on their path for a while. Yeah, spirit has always brought me people in the beginning and the end of everything. It's amazing. (laughs) I remember, um, you know, having someone sit down in my chair in Colorado and they'd been at it for 50 years and I'd been at it for two Mm -hmm. and my linear self trying to figure that out. And the person with me is like, sweetheart, I just know you can help me. So just let's do it. So with the people who've been on a path a long time, they don't always need a a lot of um, guidance or assistance. I stopped supporting and helping people I guide and assist because mm-hmm. um, that's, we, we want it, we've got to do the work. And um, often there's a, either an understanding or when our fields overlap, that frequency that has been waiting for you <laughs> comes, comes to you kind of thing. And additionally, the, really knowing that there are the teachers here to teach the teachers and that each of you is so important in the world. And I hold a strong, strong belief that the people who have done the big work for the length of time, it's their birthright to be happy and joyous and free. And with that, I can often very quickly support the acceleration of them into their their bigger self, for mm-hmm. lack of a better term, and um, their actualization. It's one of my favorite words. I I wasn't really using it very often yet, 
I was called a catalyst my whole life. I used to tell people, plop, plop, fizz, fizz. After you get through it, there's a relief on the other side. And if any of you have been on the path a long time, you know what Alka-Seltzer is. Um, Yet it's really about actualizing right now. And I am grateful for the guidance to support people's actualization into their greater self in a very expedited manner. And I'm a, I'm really good at discovering the missing puzzle piece. Absolutely. (laughs) It's just one of those things that, how do you do that? It's natural. Yeah. Right. Like I did, I, I was 33 before I figured out everyone didn't have an entire team talking to them all the time. Oops. Yeah. yeah. I thought everybody had a they. Right. No. Um, so, yeah, with with the people who have been long awakened and on a path for a very long time, when I connect into their team and our teams work together, magic happens very quickly. <laughs> Absolutely, it does. And one of the things I do want to mention is that Jade has been kind enough to offer um, a recalibration session, Ascension and Empath Symptom Relief, bringing in some of the Hawaiian teachings, bringing in really her entire gifts. And so if you go to the bbsradio.com Threshold to Ascension page with the write-up of today's show, you can find the link to go ahead and enter for that. And Entries will be open until midnight a week from tonight, March 20th, the spring equinox, and then we'll announce on air on Thursday who the winner is. So if you're listening to the archive, um, rather than listening live with us tonight, you will have a chance to do that. We've got a lot that we're going to continue to cover in the after the show, but I did want to share with the Threshold to Ascension tribe, the listeners, that taste of your awoke gift. And I know that the process that you and I went through, that portion was almost 25 minutes and you're going to give them a little bit of a flavor. So um, I know it's going to carry beautiful frequency. Are you comfortable with doing that now, Jade? Absolutely. Okay. I'm going to put myself on mute so I don't interrupt. All right. So what I'm being guided to share is a awakening experience and the clear channel, which is the channel of higher guidance that has asked to work as a support for your divine spirit, which is your highest consciousness, is going to, to bring an even more expanded flow through of energy for you. So you can ask yourself for agreement from all energies of you to go through this awakening experience. You'll get a yes or a no. When you have your yes, it's time to just ask your thinking mind, your linear mind, to just watch the energy change. We love giving it a job. When you give it a job, it does the job. Thinking mind, watch the energy change. So we're going to ask your divine spirit to come in and be with you as the clear channel comes through my voice to you right where you are. And we're also going to ask your entire spirit love team to come in, setting safe, sacred space right where you are. Please do this where you can sit back, relax, and close your eyes. 
So we now ask Divine Spirit to awaken inside you the energy of peace. And through your crown, we ask the divine energy of peace to come in. As they connect, lock, integrate, grow, flow, and expand, infinite divine peace grows and flows and fills your entire field. As infinite divine peace grows, flows, fills your field, allow yourself to tangibly experience the embodiment of the energy of infinite divine peace. As the infinite divine peace continues to grow and flow, it fills the entire physical earth, galaxy, universe, cosmos, multiverse, and beyond. As infinite divine peace, as a way of being, feeling, and experiencing life fills every cell. Every atom and all the spaces between your atoms lock it in. Anchor, establish, and maintain infinite divine peace now. We now ask divine spirit to awaken inside you pure love, light, and aloha. As divine pure love, light, and aloha come in through your crown, they connect, lock, and integrate. As infinite divine pure love, light, and aloha grows, flows, and fills your field. Allow yourself to experience the energy of infinite divine pure love, light, and aloha as it continues to grow and flow, filling the entirety of the earth galaxy, universe, cosmos, multiverse, and beyond. As infinite divine pure love, light, and aloha fills every cell, every atom, and all the spaces between your atoms, the connectors to the divine light and love of creator that you are. As you lock it in, anchor, establish, and maintain infinite divine love, light, and aloha embodied now. It's now time to thank, to thank Divine Spirit for coming in and supporting you as you awakened peace, 
pure love, light, and aloha. We now remind you that we are and you are infinite, eternal, magnificent, glorious, actualized, realized. You are connected, intuitive, expressive, divine, masculine, and feminine, embodied, loved and loving, powerful and worthy, creative and deserving. You are safe and you belong as you are grounded and present always in all ways. And so it is. When this experience feels total right and complete for you, as you remain connected, grounded, and from your awakened in love and heart, come back into this very moment here on earth, present, alert, and aware. Mahalo. Ah, goddess. So beautiful. I think the listeners can agree that that aloha energy just like quadrupled the heart size. <laughs> <laughs> At least, you know, the crown is buzzing, but that heart just opened up and um, I just felt that beautiful connection from everyone who was listening in. And as we shared before, Jade um, began that little process. That's just kind of, you know, like the little um, amuse bouche before the dinner, not even quite the appetizer. It's just a little <laughs> sample of what Jade can help with her coaching, her clear sessions. And she also has on her website information about an academy. And we're going to continue in the after the show. But I did want to give um, make sure we had time for you to talk a little bit about this five-day experience of being present that you're starting on the spring equinox. And then in the show page for this episode we do have the link to your facebook and your website as well but any other information of contacting you that would you'd like to share at this time well um yeah you've got you know my name is jade raider it's r-e-h-d-e-r um another website domain that goes right to my main website is lovelightandaloha.com because it's so much more fun <laughs> <laughs> my marketing gal isn't happy with me I'm like guess oh, what Woo-hoo! <laughs> I want to talk about what life's about yeah, absolutely I've got over 600 videos on YouTube most mm-hmm. of them many little instructions um, and, and you're I- doing weekly or more than you're doing weekly posts so your intention is to do oh I do yeah I yeah. do than that um I have a Patreon, and that's where you'll be seeing a lot of things happening. Mm-hmm. Um, my Facebook page is the most active thing I have right now. And it's my personal page, everybody, that I use. I have a business one. Look at my personal one. I'm way more active there. Um, and I just love to connect with people. So YouTube is where there's just a lot of good um, information. I'm. We're all, from where I sit, we all carry a triad one of the triad that i express the most is teacher healer creatrix Mm -hmm. (laughs) so um i have a i like to teach so almost every video you'll ever see me doing there is some type of a teaching thing in there so it's beautiful that you share that gift and you you support um those that are you know really have that intention to remember who they are and is there information on one of those pages about this five-day experience you have coming up next week (laughs) 
There was no time in today, Ashley. It I know. Morning at 8 a.m. I love it. I so, know how spirit works. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the, I'm like, really? This is what we're doing. Be present is the name of it. I yep. have a little meme <laughs> made, but it never got up online. My day never stopped. Um, other than that 20 minutes when I laid down when yeah. they would do material. I know spirit is so funny with their sense of timing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, find me on Facebook, message me and tell me you want to know, and I'll make sure I get it to you. Fantastic. Well, and we'll talk more in the after the show about the five stages of being an empath, even if you, um, so that will be up on the YouTube channel and I'll have a link to it on the goldengoddesses.org website. That'll be about a week before that gets up. But is there anything else, Jade, where you've got about two minutes left in linear time for this show? And is there anything else that you, your team or that you would like to share with the listeners? Yes, actually, there's the remembrance that everything that you see that is beauty is you. Mm-hmm. And that the ways that we really would love to be participating in life, like worthy and um, respected and loved, that's all an inside job. Mm -hmm. Took me a long time to learn that. So if, if they could allow themselves to just remember that for themselves right now, it will make the journey so much more filled with grace and ease be the energy of aloha as you say yeah be the energy of aloha absolutely so again i just want to remind the the listeners that jade has kindly um offered a free um recalibration session ascension and empath symptom relief and of course like any sessions what is Present in that time is what Jade will bring through. If you go to the Threshold to Ascension radio page on the BBS radio site, we have until Wednesday the 21st at midnight to just enter, and then we'll announce the winner next Thursday. So, Goddess Jade, it's such a gift to have you on the show. I know we'll be having you back on in in divine timing. Mahalo for all you are and for all that you are being as you help hold that frequency for the planet and for all of us to remember who we are. Mahalo, goddess. Mahalo, Nui Loa. The highest thanks and gratitude, Ashley, and the listeners, and everyone, ahui ho, which is until we're together again. That's beautiful. Mahalo, listeners. I look forward to connecting with you again next week. And in the meantime, laugh, love, shine, and just play with being that aloha energy. Good night, everyone. Mm-hmm.